Smoke all the pole you want. Well, here's the thing. He, he you know, hard right? to get elected in New York if you don't smoke a little pole. It, as people say, you know, you treat the janitor the same way you treat the chairman of the board. You smoke his pole. Well, uh, <laughs> from the smallest room in New York City, I'm not saying you should do. That. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A 62-year-old forgotten borough pizza delivery man was punched, kicked while on the ground and robbed of a hundred dollars. And that's uh, according to uh, the police. The video uh, was released showing this. I have not seen the video because the New York Daily News did not uh, apparently include it or my browser something, something. I don't know, but uh, you get the idea. The victim was dropping off pizza at Richmond Terrace Houses on Jersey Street in St. George in Shaolin when five men, at least two of them teens, for some reason that's mentioned, they began taunting him around 6.15. And uh, one of crooks handed the delivery man a fake 20. And you know how bad shit can get when you pass a fake 20. Yes. Well, uh, then uh, snatched it back. Another friend tried to grab the pizza. And the delivery man refused to let go of the pizza. He kept his honor. Another man punched him from behind, knocked him to the ground. While still down, the crook kicks the victim. Another guy kicks the victim in the left side of the head. Sonny Corleone style. While an accomplice steals his cash and they take the food, they took the food, they took the cash, they got the prizes. Uh, you know, he suffered cuts to his hands, swelling, bruising to his face. Probably returned to work that very night. He was treated at the scene. Uh, and I say that not because the injuries were minor, but because he sounds like uh, he's pretty committed to getting the job done. 62, still delivering pizza down there, trying to put a couple of bucks together. God bless him. Uh, there, but for the grace of God... Will go I. Cops quickly apprehended two of the men, but they're still looking for two others. Uh, 18-year-old Lamont Allman, he lives near the scene, charged with robbery. 16-year-old boy, whose name was not released because of his age, was charged with robbery, grand larceny. What? Petty larceny and criminal possession of stolen property? That'll all be uh, adjudicated in family court, I presume. Anyone with information, ask to call Crime Stoppers. 1-800-577-TIPS. one 800 Excuse me, 577 TIPS, and they'll be kept confidential. Hey, joining me now is uh, retired Night Watch detective Pete Panuccio. Hey, Pete. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? This reminds me of a movie like Jack Nicholson was in. Which one? Pete's Honor. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Preetzi's oh, honor. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Preetzi's honor. Yeah, there was a family called the Preetzi's, and he was playing a, an, an eye tie in that. Wasn't he he certainly was. Yeah, he can he can do that. Jack. A, a classic line from that movie with him and Angelica used him was, "Go practice your meatballs." Mm. <laughs> I want to. I was about to quote Moonstruck. Well, that's a different movie, obviously. Same neighborhood. Snap out of it. That's the famous uh, line from that. She slaps Nicolas Cage. What do you think about this guy down here delivering pizza, trying to make a buck, and this uh, group of guys descends on him? How much, first of all, like the, the way the story's presented, I'm not a fan of. I didn't read this, but it is in the lead. It says a 62-year-old Staten Island uh, pizza delivery man was sucker punched. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that term either. Kicked while on the ground, robbed of $100 and his pie. Mentioning the pie minimizes the uh, to me the assault, you know, and his pie robbed it. First of all, it's not his pie; it's it's you know it belongs to whoever it belongs to. It's not his. He just he's not carrying his pie or robbed of his pie. I, uh, even the choice of words, pie, 
Well, listen, Robbed in, 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 in our woke world today, this is all good to go. You know, it's like AOC says, you know, oh, those people needed the bread. They need yeah, stealing the bread. There were breadsticks. The, these guys needed the pie. They uh, needed the pie. They were, they were growing boys. They're teens, first of all. Most of them are teens. Two of them. Some of them may be teens. And they, they, you know how teenagers are. You know how they are. They're always hungry. Oh, my God. This is not a pizza heist. I mean, this is what you got one pizza between... Five dudes, anyway. It's not it's as a, if this is a life or death situation. Well, they took pe- his money. You can buy a lot with a hundred. A hundred dollars worth of with money buys a lot of pie. Well, it's a pizza connection. Um, you know, with these guys here, you know, Staten Island is just not hasn't caught up to the curb curve yet. Um, with what? Well, with how you deliver food up in Harlem, and I'm going back twenty, thirty years. The deli- a lot of places will not deliver into the projects at night. They just won't do it. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's a dangerous proposition. It's you know, ex- enough people have been robbed at this it, point. It's an extremely dangerous proposition. Then the places that do, guys won't go into the building because they know if they go into the building, they're definitely going to get robbed. Yeah, um, let's talk about uh, the way they they sort of summarize people who were shot by police. You know, put it in perspective. You know, they always say like, um, you know, oh, he was uh, sentenced to death for selling Lucy's. Or he was, uh, you know, sentenced to death for selling CDs outside of a convenience store. Or he was punished with the death penalty uh, because he, uh, you know, had a, a traffic signal out. Okay, fine. So this guy was sentenced to death for delivering pizza. You know, I mean, if you do get killed, and you can get killed doing it. I delivered pizzas when I was in college. and No, you didn't. It, yeah, I did. And it was a very busy pizzeria. And... I love the very busy pizzeria. I was the lucky guy because I had the pizza car. I had a a Ford Pinto station wagon. Um, Wow, what a pee wagon. And I worked for an Italian guy named Mike. God rest his soul. He was a good man. And he used to call me Irish. Usually he would say fucking Irish, but, you know, that's what he called me. Everybody knows Panuccio, Irish name. Well, he he liked the Italian last name, but he took one look at me. He says, "Ain't no way you're a hundred percent Italian." He says, "He says you you're some kind of fucking Irishman." Oh God, they take a lot of pride in that shit. They're like people who really know their lineage and everything in any race, yeah. any whatever nationality or something. Mike was a good man. Though. I guess you would you would have an Irish name if it was spelled backwards, right? It would yes, start- I would. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to pronounce it, but it would be Irish. <laughs> oh, up. He was a good guy, you know. Uh, we had different kind of hazards. Mike. Mike, yeah. We had different kind of hazards back then. Like I used to have to deliver pizza to Jimmy Breslin's house, the famous writer. Yeah, rack, the columnist. Yeah. This cheap prick would stiff you on a delivery every Go time. Go figure. Go figure. Man of the people like that. The guy lived in a house, a beautiful home in Forest Hills Gardens, expensive neighborhood. And this drunken shitbox, you would go to his house, sometimes with a big order, and he'd hand you back two nickels. I, I threw him back in his house one night. He hands it to me. I look at it. He goes, well, he goes, what do you want? I says, I don't want anything. He says, here you go. And I threw the two nickels at him. I says, you, you might need it more than me. Yeah, fuck you, Breslin. So we had a couple of kids that also rode the pizza bikes. And these Breslin, th- by the way, was wait, hold on a second. Wasn't he one of these guys that's always like the problem with crime is because you have underprivileged and all that? He was one of these advocates, right? Wasn't he? He yeah. was that type of fucking. Yeah, he dude. was a flaming lib. Yeah, could not tip you more than two nickels. That's so. That's perfect. Perfect. Flaming lib, who had a major hard on with cops. 
and uh, yeah, lived in the big house, didn't have to worry about these th- things. Well, not even so much that. He grew up with a lot of these guys. He grew up, he knew a lot of the gangsters in Queens back then. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Burke from the Goodfellas fame. Oh, yeah. Stuffing hundreds in everybody's pockets and shit like that. I just watched that the other night. Jimmy, Again. Jimmy Burke beat him within an inch of his life one night. In Breslin. Ball. Yep. Ah. Because Breslin was writing articles about him after Lufthansa. Funny guy. Funny guy. Uh, funny how? <laughs> and, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know what? You want to go hang out in the bars with these guys and drink with them. That's one thing. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, big time. He did the same thing with the cops. He burned the cops years before. Similar type. Yeah, he realized the cops were not going to be able to just beat him senseless in a bar quite so easily and get away with it. Uh, well, I do. A friend of mine knocked him on his ass in a bar at Second Avenue one night. Did he get away uh, clean? I mean, no, no punishment from he the. Was, they were actually in uniform. And they went in there on a job, and Breslin with half a bag on, oh. stepped in front of him on his way out, just being a dick. Yeah. So my buddy said, oh, excuse me. Boom. Knocked him right on his fat ass. Um, Love it. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. But, you know, the pizza kids. I'm going to write a story about this. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't write a story about me. Um, Why do I hate the media so much? I can't help it. One night, uh, the the kids, the pizza, the the kids on the bikes, they had these big, heavy bikes. Now, Breslin, that was a fairly far delivery to go on a bike. Mm -hmm. These hot summer night, you're pedaling this bike up there oh yeah and this guy stiffs you so and these big heavy bikes you're talking about like in what i'm talking to yes and and so these bikes are schwins they weigh 160 pounds there's no gears no nothing you pedal you go back to stop the end with a big box a big steel box on the front of it yeah and you've already been working all night and so this i next time i get a delivery up there i had to bring up two pies i put them in the car standing straight up so all the cheese was on one side yeah suck it I bring him to his house. I get the money and I walk. <laughs> You're in the car and you stand him up that way. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. I get back to. Uh, I love that. I get back to the pizzeria and Mike says, Irish. He goes, what the fuck did you do to Breslin? I says, oh, I brought him his pizzas. He's a bitching about the pizza. I says, yeah, you know what, Mike? They were straight up. I delivered him standing straight up. He goes, what are you, a fucking crazy man? Why would you do that? I says, Mike, so I'm going to tell you something. Nobody wants to say anything because they know he's a big customer of yours. This guy stiffs everybody. He goes, what do you mean they stiff? He no tip? Yeah, I says, no, he no tip. He goes, cheap son of a bitch. He says, that's a long delivery. I says, you know what? I got the pizza car. I really don't care. You know, I got air conditioning. Yeah, P-Wagon. You know, on the bikes, I says, that's a haul. Fucking 100 degrees out. And this guy doesn't tip. It's 100 degrees. I know it did. He calls Breslin back. He goes, let me tell you something. You cheap fucking a prick. <laughs> he says, you don't call here ever again. He says, wow. These poor kids, he says, they break their ass to make money on the tips. And he says, you know tip? He goes, fuck you. Don't call here again. Click. Fuck you. Threw away thousands of bucks. Well, he was a lazy prick. He had a whole bunch of kids. Um... I guess the wife didn't want to cook or whatever, and, you know, so they were ordering from there two, three times a week. So, yeah, on, on the whole, though, I mean, let's get down to, to brass tacks. Still better than being punched in the back of the head, kicked in the side of the face, having $100 stolen, and you lose your pie. Well, you look at the video on that one from Staten Island. 
They gave that guy a beating. He, he, I figured it was vicious. It was a vicious beating. It, it says "see it" is right in the fucking headline. See it, and then there's no video. It's it's enraging. When you see the video, this guy walks up. He should have realized there was a problem there. Too much reality, I guess. You, you knew this was going to go south. Well, it would be quick. bigoted if he just was going to turn around and leave, right? It would be racist. How come he didn't have any uh, like a stun gun or something like? that? I mean, I, I suppose you have liability issues there too. I'm sure your employer is like, you can't do that. But you know what? Fuck you. I don't want to take a beating. If I I'm sure to. it's not the first rodeo over there. And I'm sure the employer probably tells him, listen, just give him the shit. Don't fight with him. Yeah. It's not worth getting killed over. Well, we've had a lot of delivery men killed in the city. Sure. It's, sure. It's, it, historically, it can be a dangerous job. I, well, I mean, yeah, you're going you're going places you don't want to go. I mean, they they ordered the pizza, right? Obviously, they ordered it. Yeah. Maybe not. You just don't know. You I, don't know. I mean, there's Could not be. enough information in the story there. Yeah, um, and am I? Uh, you know, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's one of the I delivered. I delivered pizzas when I was nineteen years old. This guy's yeah. sixty-two. Yeah. All right. So when he's about one hundred and forty, he will be. He'll be able to retire. Yes. Actually, maybe. Yes. But as of right now, he's. This is the best he can do. And, and you know, but he's probably here illegally anyway. So fuck but him. the guy's out there working his ass off. Hey, look. Hey, yeah. Uh, you know what? What kind of sanctuary city is this? How about sanctuary from this kind of shit? You know what I mean? I, I think they have. He has more to worry about from the guys hanging around outside the Richmond houses than he does the. The uh, you know the authorities. Yeah, well, you know, when I become mayor, this will be a sanctuary city for law-abiding citizens. Pete Panuccio, twenty twenty what two? Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two needs your vote. Uh, hang- the election is this year, though, isn't it? Yes, and it's cooked up now. It's begun. It's begun. Your hat's not in the ring officially yet. You, uh, I mean, the Libertarian ticket. Uh, oddly, a comedian, Stacy Pressman, good uh, personal friend of mine. She's been on Crime Report before. I, I'm I'm stunned that uh, you know she's uh, that she has the liber- she has the Libertarian nomination. You know, I mean, I guess she was the most. I, I guess yeah, she's very uh, nice looking, and uh, she is uh, you know God bless her. I, I encourage anybody who uh, is, it, is on the Libertarian line to vote for her. I guess you know what? Maybe it's like this, okay? Because because I look and I go, she's never run for anything. Mayor of New York is a big job. So this is a big nomination, big. And so, like, they couldn't have had this, like, roster of, like, you know, politically experienced and now she's smart, highly educated, I'm, I'm sure, uh, and, 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 you know, comic, you know, she's done very well. So, like, uh, well, uh, you know, you, but I don't, I don't, I didn't know that she was making any sort of political transition until this year. So I kind of wonder, um, you wonder why, and I guess it's because of, the fact that the Democratic nominee always wins, so that people consider the the Democratic, the battle for the Democratic nomination to be essentially the general. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, so it's these nominations are, you know, not impossible for a, a common person, a, a person out of the community, a Stacey Pressman, you know. Who, well, I, I'm going to run on a little bit of a different platform. I'm going to take some of my cues from... FDR, you know, he said, chicken in every pot. Yeah. Now it's some pot for every chick. Yes. You know what I say? A handgun on every hip. Mm-hmm. He said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. My motto will be, these motherfuckers are going to fear the law-abiding citizens of New York City. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> they don't have any fear right now. They don't. They, they, they have they, none. They have carte blanche. 
to do as they wish, it would seem. And and you know what? It's not because of the NYPD. It's because of various other things. The NYPD, hardworking men of, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to just say men because, you know, like the, the ladies, man, what the, the lady like, the fucking thought it was a taser up there in Minnesota now. She tried to accidentally shot. Oh, shit. Darn it. I shot the guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, yeah, uh, you're opening up a can of worms on this one because I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I, uh-huh. I, I don't want, you know, this is New York City crime report. I don't want to dominate the show with this because. Yeah, people get upset. But I will tell you this. You know what? At the end of the day. Which it is right now. Yes. You have active warrants on you. You're a stick up man. There's all sorts of social media with this clown holding handguns and stuff like that. Hey. Is it unfortunate he got shot? Yeah, it no. is. Oh, it is? Well, <laughs> got to be somewhat sympathetic that's here. That's true. Um, was this guy, I would say there was probably a shooting in his life somewhere down the line anyway. You know. Hey, he done something, we uh, figured. Uh, if you act like a normal human being and not like a complete fucking animal and try to get away and fight with the cops. That's what an animal will do every time is drive away. Uh, yeah, but you know what? If you don't do those things, you know what? The handcuffs will go on you. You, you go into central booking for a few days. You don't get shot. At mm-hmm. least that. It's not going to be that cool to go in and face. But you know what? Your chances in the courts are just getting better and better and better. Your chances in jail, better I, and I, better I, and better. I would say his chances, because the robbery case, he robbed in a, a woman that he knew. This guy just hates bitches. Yeah, he might. He might. But, um, you know, chances are that case would have went south. His other gun. Why was this guy even out on the street? He had an open gun case while he was on probation. While he was on. Uh, well, he out was on out, bond. He was out on bail from the original robbery indictment. Takes a second gun collar. Why do you let these people out? I mean, hey, you know, COVID and uh, jail reform. And uh, boy, Minneapolis, you don't get much more. They've abolished the police force anyway. And I mean, they've reinstated it now with a raise, right? So, uh, but uh, New York City, now here, they're trying to do, they've done, they took a bunch of money away from them, which essentially meant a bunch of officers got less overtime and less hours and stuff like that. Or does this lead to more overtime because of the way they're distributed? Uh, I, you know what? It's, it's so convoluted and. Yeah, fucked up right now. I'm just glad I'm out. Some of these people want to do like, you know, people who aren't cops, but they have some sort of to to do these things that they consider to be nonviolent jobs, like you know, like the the traffic stops and whatnot. It's like you don't understand. I've watched so many videos where people get out of their car or don't get out of their car and just start blasting. People will do things you don't expect. People behave in unexpected ways. You know, I mean, like you just. Cops are empowered to carry weapons because, like, the shit they're doing when they interact with the public. They're interacting. Whenever you're interacting with anyone breaking any law, you know, it, you don't need to be doing that without superior force, period. There's a couple of guys right do, now. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I agree. Yeah. There, there's a couple of these city council. One one guy who I have a particular heart on for at the moment is Brad Landon, who's running for the city controller. You were jacking it to Brad. I would like to jack Brad. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh you know, but the th- guy is uh, this guy is just a clueless, completely. He's so far out there. And he's just he's, cynical. He's just a cynic. He's, he's just a guy who knows better, but he just does, he does the wrong thing. He does, and the rest of us are peons. And he's Fuck been it. advocating. What's Brad went. He said Land. Brad Landa. He's Landa. the city councilman for Park Slope. Um, he's Park he's, Slope. he's the dope from Park Slope. Leafy Park Slope. Yeah, where, where the no- mayor lives, <clears throat> where nobody gets shot, and very little in the way of bad happens. Yeah. But this jackass, he's one of these guys that's pushing for the NYPD to have traffic enforcement taken away from them and have it handled by civilians. Yeah, civilians. Now, 
we are duly at, empowered civilians. Yes. Yeah. Now we are at a state where you you see the mayhem that's going on in the streets now as it is, and a lot of people are carrying guns again. How is it going to work? First off, that's if they even stop the car, you know, to pull over when they try and stop them. But how is that going to work when, you know, you got this guy who's wearing what looks to be a police uniform but without a gun and comes up to your car and you're like, um, license or registration, sir? Yeah, You know what? Fuck you. Fuck I'm you. Leaving. I'm leaving is the best you can hope for. And, you know, Landa, he he went on a... He's rather, a councilman, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So he went on a lengthy diatribe on Twitter this week about this issue. I posted the photo of the Texas State Trooper that was shot dead a few days ago where he pulled the truck over. The trooper was polite. He did not have his weapon out. And the guy in the car says, oh, you know, I have a gun here. And the trooper was like, okay, just step back away from the car. We'll go around the back. He says, leave the gun on the seat. He says, you know, stay calm here. As they stepped towards the back of the truck, the guy reached back in, grabbed an AR-15, and killed this trooper. Yeah, and that's gun violence. The problem here is these high-powered weapons, right? Uh, well, it, I mean, really. This this was actually just a guy that's a perp with outstanding, very similar to what's going on up in... Well, you know. you know what I mean. I mean, like, that's the argument they take, is that, like, oh, my God, if these, why do they have weapons of war? It wouldn't have mattered what he was fucking shooting but him with. show you how crazy and insane... Everybody is instead of like you shot know, this guy like at no range, point blank, point blank. And to show you how insane the conversation is now, they turn it around where, well, we shouldn't stop cars then, right? Yeah, let's just everybody drive around, no that license, makes sense. drive like maniacs, drive drunk, drunk stoned, yeah, but you know, drive all kinds of shit that shouldn't be on the road. Fucking it's, no windshield, no uh, no back windshield, no no fucking doors. Uh, you know, like like Mogadishu. You know, just right. A complete collapse in any kind of government traffic authority. enforcement. Oh, not needed. Yeah, just leave it alone. Forget it. Leave it alone. It we says he's a his, he's a comptroller candidate. That, that this is from the time. This is in November 2020. A new proposal from the Brooklyn Council member uh, Brad Lander uh, recommends pulling the NYPD. From enforcing traffic laws. Now, advocates uh, and in, for police and transit reform apparently have been calling for that. His proposal, which he released on his campaign website, contends that removing uniformed New York City police officers from routine traffic duty would improve uh, street safety, given the failure of the NYPD to effectively prevent or hold accountable persistently dangerous dangerous drivers. I don't think it's the NYPD's failure to hold them accountable. They do what they're supposed yeah, okay. to do, and then now, it goes someplace else. Right? Brad Landa was one of the guys. Am I, am I wrong there? It's not the NYPD. Not at all. They're doing the stops. They're doing the job. And, and not at all. And it fails in the course. But, but here's the part that Brad Landa leaves out. Mm. Brad Landa is one of the guys that pushed the diaphragm bill last year in the city council where if a police officer happens to land on your chest the police yeah. officer can be arrested he's one of the guys that pushed the qualified immunity bill that was just passed two weeks ago <laughs> so you've backed the cops into a position where if you take action all right you can either get arrested and or sued personally that's so now he wonders why you know cops don't want to do anything you know and i i, I i was a cop for 39 years i was always a go-getter i was a worker i loved it and I would never advocate this, but now they're putting your freedom as well as your, you know, your financial security on the line. Right. I don't think anybody's discussing it out loud, but 
as we've discussed it on here before, the three Ds are in effect. Don't do dick. Don't do dick. Very little motivation, no, very little incentive to Absolutely enforce the law none. as it's written. And uh, it, it, there's no, I can certainly understand that. And and so, like, uh, Brad Lander's argument here, he says, you know, for too long, any sentence that starts with for too long, uh, you know, whatever, for too long, he says, we have shifted more and more roles to police officers bloating their budgets while starving other public safety and public health programs of resources. You know, like the Thrive Program, which was starved of resources. Oh, that is God. why it failed, you know. There's no right. money that goes in New York City to ha- public health and or, you know, uh, resources. They, they simply don't go to public safety. Like, this, a Vision Zero, which I, I'm not sure what was accomplished at the end of the day by Vision Zero. Nothing. Uh, and uh, But I know it costs a lot of money. Uh, traffic enforcement by police, he says, does little to achieve safer streets, but brings with it the risk of racial profiling and escalatory violence. Well, escalatory violence is not, that is not the uh, thing that cops generally do because cops don't want a shootout. They want it less than anybody. So they're not escalating anything. Uh, you know, their idea of de-escalation is letting somebody drive away if they try to get away. To let them go, get them at their home later. You know what I mean? When they can regroup, have friends, have a bunch of guns, maybe set up an ambush. Get rid of the evidence. They're, yeah, they're not going to be any easier to be. To, they're, they're not going to be like, well, okay, since he came to my house, I'm going to come peacefully. I, I work with a, uh, one time I was a rookie cop, and I'm working with a guy who had a lot of time on the job, older older black cop who had the voice of Darth Vader. Oh, you worked with James Earl Jones? Except he was a street monster, this guy. So we wind up running into a couple of characters one night, and one of them was getting out of line, and this this Darth Vader type guy just looked at him and says, There won't be no shit if you don't start no shit. (laughs) And the logic... The simplicity and the beauty of his logic. Of what? Say it again. There won't be no shit if you don't start no shit. And the simplicity of that, you say? It, it doesn't get any simpler than that. And I mean, that's what it boils down to. Now, you've created a situation where everybody's getting at the cops' faces now. Yeah. That's what we used so, to say down south. Uh, you're right about the simplicity. Don't start none, there won't be none. That's it. You don't start none, there won't be so, none. You start something, there'll be something. All these politicians, they're all full of shit because they've created these horrible conditions that we have right now. Yeah, they because they have no practical experience and they don't listen to anybody with any practical I, experience. I, I would like to give a shout out to all your fans and listeners out there that listen to this show. Oh, yes. If you really want to piss Brad Lander off. And you do. You most certainly do. Go to his Twitter page and all you have to say is, doesn't matter what the threat is. Hey, Brad. Where's the Thrive NYC money? Where's the money? And you want to be the controller? Good. Explain to me where a billion dollars of money went missing. Yeah, that'd be that would be good. That's I'm good sure br- that he would be. It would, the money would be in good hands with Brad Lander. Uh, Brad. Well, Brad came out yesterday and he says one of his primary jobs that he sees as city controller will be the uh, making sure that nonprofits are protected and still uh, fully funded. Nonprofits in New York City are a miracle grow of political corruption and kickbacks. Oh, for Christ's sake, they're always well funded. You're talking about people like the violence interrupters, right? A bunch of ex-cons who get paychecks to like beat up guys in vans, and that money just disappears. And that's what Brad Lander wants to make sure continues uh, is that the money disappears. And you ask them where the money went, they all go, "Oh man, I don't know, man." <laughs> Shit. <laughs> What money? Uh, now, why do they call it the comptroller? Uh, what does that mean, comptroller? We, we would have to go to uh, Webster's Dictionary. I don't know the definition of that, but I know it's a very common term. 
It's got, uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, it's everywhere. And Scott, it's Scott City, Stringer. He is the current comptroller. And uh, his website, if you want to see just the front page of his website here, I'll show you. It gives you an idea of the... Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. wait. Yeah, it's yeah like, we got the gorgeous mosaic up there. The gorgeous mosaic. Yeah. Um, it starts off with the, with the fist, the rainbow fist, and uh, and then it goes to the gorgeous mosaic, which yeah. is, you know, like a, a bunch of people in, in various shades of tan. Scott Stringer. a nice pink background. It's really beautiful. Scott Stringer is another horrible human being. It just really just a, a, a... He's an elected official in New York City. He is, by definition, a horrible human being. He's another guy, if you really want to piss him off, go to his Twitter page, because he's campaigning for mayor now. And say, the money? Where's the money? Where's the thriving NYC money? You spent all this money. Where to go? Shit, he's man. A, He'll give you... That's what Scott Scott Stringer will say shit. Scott Stringer is a miserable, horrible prick. And he is, he's a guy that gets a police escort. His security detail. You know how people say that uh, opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily uh, reflective of the NYC crime report in New York City crime report. You know what I say? I say, you are the official spokesman of New York City crime report at this point. I, I, I will disown none of what you say. He's a horrible human being. His, horrible human being and a prick. His a security miserable de- prick. Oh, he is. His security detail quit in mass. Because he treated them like they were serfs. You really got to be a motherfucker for that to happen. I mean, they didn't even do that to de Blasio. No, no. And that's actually what we would say a tit detail um, for most of these guys. But for everybody to quit at the same time, you're fucked up. And uh, not a nice person. Um, I don't know what he was smoking, but... Um, People don't make a big deal out of somebody smoking. <laughs> that explains the website. He, that uh, he, uh, yeah, he doesn't smoke weed. He smokes uh, pole, uh, possibly. For all I know, I'm just speculating on a hypothesis. What do I know? I don't know. Hell, I know. I don't know nothing. Let's, let's put it this way: uh, there was a guy, Lenny Levitt, who was always he was a real NYPD muckraker. He went into it at length when these guys quit some years back um, about. What is going on with Scott Stringer's security detail? Uh, and there, there was some spurious and nasty allegations. Hmm. I'm going to leave Having it at to that. do with, uh, yeah, potentially, possibly, uh, but not limited to, uh, i.e., smoking, uh, trying to smoke the poles or something. I don't know nothing about it. I, I don't know anything about Look, that. Look, I never was told nothing. I, this is just me saying. But, uh, like but, he, the, but he, not he, that there's anything wrong. Smoke all the poll you want. Well, here's the thing. He, he you know, hard right? to get elected in New York if you don't smoke a little poll. As people say, you know, you treat the janitor the same way you treat the chairman of the board. You smoke his poll. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying you should do that. Uh, <laughs> well, the coveralls, you know. When you treat people like dirt, especially people that are entrusted with your safety, your family safety. Yeah, you're, you're not really, a good person. You're really garbage. Then. Yeah, you're a garbage human being. You yes. really are. Uh, now, a Brooklyn uh, pedestrian in violent Brooklyn killed in front of his horrified wife and friends, crushed by a light pole. You would think it would be a heavy pole if it crushed him, uh, toppled by an MTA bus swerving around a broken-down vehicle. So this is 59-year-old Lance Margolin died at King's County Hospital on Saturday, two days after he was rushed there. With head and body injuries, it sounds like a crushed dome and a flattened cantaloupe. 36-year-old bus driver was trying to get around a disabled vehicle on Eastern Parkway near Utica Avenue in Crown Heights. I, this is why I hate heights. Uh, just around uh, 7 p.m., and cops said the, uh, the bus side mirror struck the pole, smoking it. 
toppling it <laughs> onto Margolin, who happened to be walking by. Oh, God, I love you. His wife told ABC7, oh, I didn't want him to leave me. This is terribly, terribly, terribly sad. Uh, the guy was uh, 59. 59, his wife, uh, you know, now alone, I guess, uh, briefly. Uh, Margolin uh, was walking home from a birthday party with his wife and friends when tragedy struck. Just walking down the street, thing nips a fucking traffic pole, trying to get around another vehicle. All right, two things. Oof, man. The odds of getting killed by a light pole are beyond astronomical. You got a better chance of getting hit by lightning before you get hit by a light pole. Wow. That said, how fast was this bus going to have that kind of force and energy to knock that thing down? Yeah, and how well are those mirrors put together? Uh, apparently, they're put together much better than the light poles. <laughs> yeah, are. I mean, that's yeah. It became the irresistible force and uh, to the uh, movable object of the light pole. Light light poles are designed to snap off, but that's generally when a car hits them at full speed. You really got to whack one. Why are they enough. designed to snap off? Well, well, when they built like the parkways on Long Island, they had these beautiful, beautiful wooden light poles all along the highway and everything, and they were so oh, nice. I love a road. Yeah, beautiful light poles. Yes. Uh, <laughs> picturesque. I'm trying to imagine that. Picturesque and romantic and quaint. Let's go for a little scenic drive along the and light they were, poles, They baby. were set like about three feet off the edge of the road, okay? It wasn't like they were set back off the road. Beautiful light poles. Yeah, but they determine pretty quickly when a car hits them, those poles don't break. They don't break. They're, that's what's so beautiful about them. Uh, yeah, so uh, prevailing wisdom. Beautiful, rugged. The old New York City light poles were cast on you. Uh, you could hit these things with a tank. That the, makes sense to me. Then they went to steel poles, which were durable. You know, got to give them credit there. It was designed well. Mm. Same thing. If you hit one with your car, you're dying, and that's the end of that. And and I guess that's it. They're trying to save the drivers. They are. Okay. They are. It's it a safety like issue. It, so if if it snaps off, you still you know, I mean, I guess you won't be crushed up into it by the back of your car or whatever. I mean, I suppose. But at the unless, same time, you can, uh, unless you're Mister Margolin, who has the unfortunate luck to be walking on Eastern Parkway, <laughs> this thing comes down. Did not work out for him, Mr. Margolin. Lance Margolin, now dead. Uh, 59 is the last uh, birthday he will have. But he was at a birthday party with his wife and friends. A bus driver was not immediately charged, but the fatality is still being investigated. He will not be charged, I guarantee you. You stay on the scene. You don't get charged as an MTA driver. Let's just be honest. Uh, all of a sudden, we hear a bang. So they're walking home from this birthday party. All of a sudden, we hear a bang. So my friend grabbed me and held me until... And then looked, and then I said, oh, my God, not Karen, because it was right by where her and Lance were standing. Oh, boy. One friend, Joanne, told the uh, TV station. This is Joanne talking. So I ran over, jo Joanne did, and uh, it was Lance on the floor, and the pole was on top of They say the floor. It always, I think of it as the ground outside, the floor inside. They call it the floor here in New York City. Maybe they do it where you're from. Why don't you just or drop my, me an my, email? Or as my grandmother would say, he was oh, laying yeah. in the gutter. Uh, call me. You can, uh, call me. I'm going to give you my phone number. No, you can just uh, send me an email. Pat Dixon, NYC at Gmail. Or you can write me through the uh, website, crimereport.nyc. There's a little thing there, and I will see it eventually. I might not see it right. If you write me through the uh, New York City Crime Report Facebook shit, Man, you know, I'm going to see it months later. You're going to get this apology from me for it taking so long, and nobody's going to be happy. Write me through the website, crimereport.nyc. 
dot nyc or pat dixon nyc at gmail i don't know what there's going to come a point where information of all sorts you know they're going to like you give, give out your email people are going to fucking you know be able to get into your computer and watch you jerk off and stuff <laughs> which i i don't know like i i sort of want to cover up the camera uh, you know, when I do that, but then I know that the person on the other end of the Zoom call is not going to be able to see me. So, you know, they call it FaceTime. It ain't FaceTime. It's but, dick and pussy time, to be honest. Unless you're Jeffrey Tubin from CNN yeah. snapping your carrot. If you snap your carrot, you really, really, really jerked off too hard. Uh, like I said, the bus driver was not charged, still being investigated. Mm, is it? Margolin lived about a mile from where he was struck. They will they will do somewhat of an investigation only because I guarantee you the, sure the lawsuit that is coming on this oh, is going requires to be an investigation. Massive. I get you. The buses are all equipped with, with with cameras now. They have 360 coverage with cameras on the city buses. No shit. And I'm almost I'm not 100%. I think they have black boxes on board. Should be a live feed. And wouldn't that be neat if they had a website where you could just watch the live feed of them driving around? People I, would love that. Well, that would be cool, but you know what would be even cooler? What's that? Live feed from the subway camera. Yeah, why not? I, I didn't even know there were subway cameras. Oh, I see occasionally, but they're not on every car, are they? No, 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 no. Not on the actual subway and cars. The platforms. On the platforms. But it, not inside the subway. The debauchery that's Train going itself. on is epic. Well, you know, you've shown me some pictures. I saw one of those guy licking another guy's ass. Whole. Well, that's the new Not salad bar. <laughs> yeah, it is. 42nd Street, the middle of the day, and mm. this guy was tossing his salad. I mean, 42nd Street, in the middle of the day, you expect maybe a blowjob, you know, something yeah, tasteful, some toss. ball licking, just working the shaft, you know, sucking, sucking, you know, smoking the pole, but not fucking full-on ATM right there in the in the subway station. There's tourists, there's kids, there's people from Idaho, and there's people from... You know, uh, the outer boroughs who come in to work during the day, they don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see it. And and yet, uh, it's a well-lit station, too, 42nd Street, Port Authority, bu uh, bus, uh, uh, not bus terminal, but rather the uh, 42nd Street uh, Times Square stop is... Uh, it's disgusting. It's, it's every train, I guess. I, I can't think of any that don't go there, except maybe the, the, the what do you call it, the 6 train, I guess, the 456 don't go over there. And, you know, of course... Nobody gives a shit about the G. I don't believe it goes no, but out you, there. You brought up a great point. If you can mount these cameras on buses, why not mount them in the subway cars? I just, it's it's a small piece of equipment, one or two cameras. It would settle so much, wouldn't it? You could go. Well, we'd, we'd also have some epic viral video of shit going on in the, the subway. stuff that nobody thought to film. I film stuff uh, sometimes. From, I, I I'm a chicken shit. I admit it. I don't know how people just take out their phones and how how they are. are maybe they're just good at looking like they're like trying to like have a conversation with somebody or style their hair or something and or, or look at their fucking. If I take a, this out and point it at somebody, they're gonna go, "What the fuck you shooting for?" You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. I'm not gonna get. I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble. So I have to like be. I, a couple of times it's been so interesting. I'll stealthily like you know kind of get a little bit of it. And, yeah, I, I got a guy, guy last year. He, he got on the train with a stolen city bike. Okay, and he's just there. He's completely out of his mind. But he's, how did you know it was stolen, Pete? Yeah. <laughs> you know, singing, dancing, and then he decided to crank one out while he was standing there. He had his hands down his pants, and yeah, a lot of people who are riding a, a city bike will not be. And I'm like, dude, really? This is two o'clock in the afternoon on the on the. Six train. No judgment. You know, no judgment on the time as far as I'm concerned. You know, you shouldn't be doing that at 3 a.m. either. At least go in the corner. Uh, you know, between cars, preferably. Uh, this is true. You know, go out there. Nobody will notice. 
people will think you're taking a dump. They'll leave you alone. And you can let it fly. You can, you can do it to your heart's content. You could It could be one of those hard-to-reach nuts. You could even delay your gratification a little bit if you get a kick out of it. You could I delay it until the train is pulling in the station. Maybe then, the express train, you know, you stop then, fewer times. Well, no, you do it on the, when the train's pulling the station. You get a little shock and awe on the people standing on the platform. Hey, look at me. I'm jaking it. <laughs> you know. Especially Are you shocked or you awed? You, you know. Yeah, lose. I mean, it's going to be a mess. I don't think it's going to be enough to, like, uh, throw the train off of the track or nothing. But, uh, you know, it's a little slippery, maybe. It just don't, when you're walking between cars, right, make sure to take all precautions. I never walk between cars. I've done it twice in my life, and both, maybe four times I've walked between cars. I just won't do it. If something stinks, I'll wait until the fucking thing stops. I'll get out and run to another car before I will walk from car to car. I just look at that and I go, man, to be, to be outdoors with the fucking train moving like that, yeah. Even for a moment, I know it's a simple thing. All I got to do is walk, but people died uh, a couple of years pissing back. and shitting on those things. Well, a couple of years back, we had a young lady out with her friends, and she decided she was going to drop a deuce in between the cars as the train was moving. That means shit. Yes, and she slipped. And even she's still alive, but she's lost a leg, a leg and an arm, and. All sorts of banged up. Cost you an arm and a leg to shit between cars. I feel as if we have discussed that before. <laughs> I think we have. But that's quite a story. Did it, she slip in her own fecal matter? I didn't inquire. In which case, I don't think she's got a case. I didn't inquire that deeply, and I really didn't want to go back <laughs> up into the tunnel to figure out exactly. Oh, you were working it as a case? Yeah. Why? Know. There's no law broken. We have to respond when, when people get struck by trains. Oh, okay. And uh, friends were like, yeah. She went to take a shit. All right. Who shits between subway cars? I mean, I'm sorry. People who really have to shit is okay. all I can figure. People who are going to shit their panties if they don't. Okay. People in skirts. You can always go somewhere else. Uh, worst possible place you could do it is... Between train cars? Between train cars. I bet I can think of worse places. You can wait till the next stop. On the third rail. Just shitting onto the third rail. That, that could be dangerous. That could be very dangerous. But, you know, it's the last place you want to in that you're moving very quickly. It goes around curves that you don't even really are undetectable, basically, when you're on the train. There's curves down there. Yeah, it's some twists and turns. Even It can even be on, like, what looks like a straightaway on the map, but there's a little wrinkle, you know, and you get thrown off that fucking thing. You lose an arm and a leg. You lose your head. And uh, you lose your concentration trying to, you know, have that bowel movement, too. It's definitely going to, uh, I mean, you know, you're going to be found on the fucking track with, like, uh, only one arm and a leg and a turd hanging out of your ass. You got this turtle head, you know. You're like, Jesus, I was go it was going so well. Uh, and looking at my cranky old face, looking down, saying, the fuck? Why are you shitting between cars? Yeah, exactly. Common <laughs> sense. Don't you know guys are snapping their carrots out there? Life hack. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh, they do it right in front of it. I forgot. That's right. The carrot snappers. They're, they're in front of everybody. A woman shitting. I, I, I even respect it. I respect the fact that the woman was like, you know, wanted privacy, didn't want people to see. She, uh, you know, it's hard to find a place to relieve yourself sometimes in the city. It's not all that easy sometimes, you know. Even at a Starbucks, sometimes you know. Okay, a, she was on the local. All right, <laughs> listen, it, it's I'm at, not at most two or three minutes between stops. <laughs> okay, all right. you know, run okay. off the train. I'm going to stop being an apologist for the between the cars train shitter. You know, if she was wearing a skirt, just let her fly and then get back on the train. I mean, yeah. you know, don't risk your life. Don't. It's not worth dying for, and it's not even worth losing an arm for. Shit in front of everyone. Let them deal with it. 
the people might take pictures and videos. That's the worst that could happen. Is people will see you shitting all over the country. It'll be a viral video. You you will be famous. Hey, fame in any for anything these days is is truly prized. Uh, now one more thing here in the boogie D, a gunman shot and killed his ex girlfriend on City Island, I and her new beau as well, who witnessed the slaying, hopped into the car and mowed down the shooter. So this all happened. It's a very self-contained lead. A gunman shot and killed his ex-girlfriend on City Island. Her new beau witnessed the slaying, hopped into his car, mowed down the shooter as he tried to escape on a bike. Mowed him down on his bike. How satisfying would that be? Not only is he on a bike, and you want to mow him down for that, but he just killed your girlfriend, and, and, and you know, hey. What kind of broke dick clown are you? That you have to take a bike to go kill somebody. All right. I mean, really. Let's. All right. Yeah. I mean, he might have just uh, commandeered the bike, you know, official business and grabbed it, you know, to try to get away. Uh, maybe the bike was dropped by uh, some pain in the ass kid. So, oh, shit, and ran off. With it. But uh, maybe I, I, he rode the bike there. I imagine that that's I the funnier this, way to go. I caught this tonight, uh, the news story, but they didn't have all the. I figured it was probably a DV, you know, domestic violence issue. Um, oh, I, I, domestic violence here? You're talking about a, a different story? No, this one here. This one here. With the boyfriend. He, yeah, he, he killed his ex uh, because she's just his ex. I mean, there's never a reason needed for that. You know, probably a lot of resentment. Plus, she's here she has a new boyfriend already, for Christ's sake. What the fuck was she thinking? What did she think was going to... What you think was going to happen, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, give me a fucking break. Why are you with this guy already? <laughs> the 52-year-old victim was working as a flagger on a construction site on the normally quiet Bronx Island, yes, City Island, known for his beaches and marinas, when the shooter unloaded a barrage of bullets at her uh, just about 12.30 p.m. in the middle of the day. She and her boyfriend were part of a work crew replacing a water main. I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> so what was she working on at the time? You know the water main has been down? Uh, they were uh, replacing a water main near City Island Avenue and City Island Road. So there you go. At City Island and City Island. It was a pipe job. A, <laughs> a 67-year-old gunman. Uh, exchange words. Six, 67. How old? And he's 67. How and old he's is shooting she? an ex. I mean, she's 52. 15 years age difference is pushing it. And I know that from experience. 15 years age difference is a lot. Ten years is not much. Five years is negligible. She's practically older than you at that point. But I'm talking about 15 years. You get to that point, 14, 15 years, and then you start, like, you got some shit to think yeah, about. Yeah, well, by the time you're 67, everything's broken down, not working. Yeah, and... she's done with you. You're you. She used up to squeeze the last bit of male essence out of you. She and took your just, pension. And all you, know. you got, it's your job now to just go and die. Well, you, you have know, become superfluous on this earth. You can't even satisfy a 50-year-old woman no more. And you don't even have a car. <laughs> and you don't even have a car. You know. Uh, he said he changed words with the victim before he uh, started shooting. So he wanted her to know what it was all about. Oh, I'm sure she knew as soon as she saw him pull up. But she knew what it was about. Yeah. The the photos from the scene, I got to tell you, the new boyfriend actually did an impressive job um, because the bike was absolutely crushed. Yeah. His car was wrecked. And I think from... Oh, wow. Like hitting a deer. Well, after he hit him, he put it in reverse, and then he hit him again. Um, and he, he said he didn't have the details. Yeah, well, we didn't know what the background was. I was just going by what the reporter... And I says, that's fairly oh. fairly impressive scene there with the damaged vehicles and squashed bikes and 
Yeah. You know, well, victim worked at the site for a year and a half. Uh, she was a <laughs> grade A welder or something. Uh, the the shooter would visit and bring her lunch every day. See that that's what that's why the he's Renaissance pissed. man. That's why he's pissed because he's like fucking you know he's bringing her lunch every day. But he's not there to bring her lunch. He's there to make sure she ain't fucking these construction dudes. Well, yeah, I although maybe I'm wrong. You you have the article there. How old is the new boyfriend? Uh, well, this guy would be the the perpetrator, right? And you would think that he the new beau, you the, would, the car driver, right? He's a Still a perpetrator. I mean, that guy was not threatening him with the gun when he ran him down. Eh, He's another killer. They're going to give him a pass on it. You think they'll give him a pass, but he did break the law for sure. Second degree murder, I would say. Yeah, I got to give him a pass on that one. I mean, I, I, I'm I all for that kind of shit. Just go, man, you know what? That's fine. The yeah, guy I, started I, some and there was some. I, <laughs> I, he paid the price. I it's, don't it's have a public a service homicide. It's exactly what it is. It's a misdemeanor homicide. It, it's, you know what? You, you run this son of a bitch over. You know what? I don't have a problem with it. Like, uh, so how did the, what happened? I ran him over. Did you see the guy who ran him over? I ran him over. Did you get a, a license plate, anything? It was me. I ran. Oh, right. No. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like a very, the, obviously it's acknowledged that the guy ran him over. And, and the guy then, must have had to at least be arrested. Then he put it in reverse and ran him over again. That right there is when that makes it fucking... Legally, legally, you know, after the first hit there, you know, you've sort of like stopped the threat. You really shouldn't back over him at that point. (laughs) I myself uh, don't have a problem with it. The threat stopped when the fucking bullets connected with his ex, you know. Well, but you got to remember, this guy's standing there watching this whole thing. So he was, you know, he sees this whole thing and goes after the guy. Got into his car and ran him down. Uh, they took the woman to Jacoby. She couldn't be saved. The victim worked at like I said, She described it. See, I don't. The, sometimes the Daily News rages me that they don't go because that backing up shit is not in here. Yeah, he backed over. Not even mentioned. They've seen just eight other killings since 1993 on City Island. If you live in the Bronx, City Island is gonna is where if you can afford it, you want to be. I suppose. City Island. Two things about City Island. One, it's right across the water, about a couple hundred yards from the police department firing range. So if you're one of those people that doesn't mind listening to millions of rounds of ammo being fired uh, five days a week. Sounds like victory. And what they stop at 9 o'clock. They don't go late anymore. And on the weekends, City Island absolutely sucks to drive on to because all the restaurants there, the main street is but, just But living down. there, that's what you need. Living there, it's actually, it's like a... You got all the restaurants. It, it's gotten built up in the last couple of years, but I'll tell you what, that was truly like a place that time forgot. This is like, their killings went up by 25% since 93 in one day. Yeah, well, I, I think the other killings there probably all stem from, uh, you go late night on the weekends, the crew gets very rowdy up there. Very rowdy. Yeah. 93, this goes back to, though. There wasn't a single slaying from 2000 to 2012, according to this article. That is a safe-ass borough. Yeah, it is. Or section of the Bronx, rather. It is. Especially when you compare it with some of the other parts of the Bronx, you know, which are not as as nice as City Island. Well, here's another thing about City Island. I'm going to stop doing that voice. To everybody who's going, like, he needs to stop, okay, noted. You can't get there from here. It's You can't get there from here. Sorry. You can't. (laughs) 
it, it, it's kind of inaccessible. You got to take the subway and then you got to hop on a bus. You might as well live in Connecticut. Exactly. It's easier to get to Connecticut than it is the city island. You, easier to get to Hoboken for sure. Yeah, without the, a the doubt. path train, you know. Uh, so this woman was sweet and beautiful, by the way, even at 52. Uh, so that's the story on that. Well, so we had what? We had to uh, see a couple people dead. Uh, two slayings. I'm going to count that as two slayings. That guy did not die of natural causes. Uh, this guy pedaling away on his bicycle. Man, he usually brings her lunch. He brought her a lead sandwich today. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your lead sandwich, you whore. On the new bow, no information on him whatsoever. Not one fact. Not hey, his except name. we do know he's a good wheel man. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. We know that he has strong feelings for this now deceased woman. He's the only one surviving now. He's the only one alive. I mean, like he's the only one of that little love triangle that, that made it out of that skirmish with his life. Well, it's it's unfortunate that she did pass. Here's um, how I feel about my girlfriend. You kill her, I kill you. Uh, as for the other guy, I have no sympathy for that one. He could have parked the car right on his head, and I wouldn't have minded. Sixty-seven. You need to you need to know by now. Shit like this happens. You had to see it coming. She's fifteen years younger than you. You know that. Like, what do you expect her to be around to the bitter fucking end? Probably. She promised that didn't work out that's what you want you get to be you know like look i'm approaching 50 rapidly <laughs> let's say listen and, listen uh, hold on a second here spare me <laughs> cry me a river yeah well i mean you know I, I what i'm the, saying is you found a special person who will who will not leave you for some other guy to run over you when you shoot her uh you you have a, a lovely woman in your life who when you do finally kick the bucket at the who, age of a hundred million who doesn't have a driver's license, that may be one of the reasons why I'm still alive. Because there are a few days I think she probably would like to run me over. Back over you once she's done. Oops. Pete Panuccio, thanks for being here. Glad to be here, Pat. April 30th and May 1st, you can see me at Comedy Cove, okay? Most definitely see me at the Comedy Cove. That's in Morris Plains, New Jersey, April 30th and May 1st. The fantastic Comedy Cove. It's at Scotty's Inn uh, Pub and in there. And, uh, yeah, that's where you can see me. So crimereport.nyc. I'll put the information there so you can find everything there. Everything I just said, yeah, you listen to it for nothing. Crimereport.nyc. Find it there. And, uh, you know, if I can find any of these videos, I'll put them up. I try to keep everything turned around. I don't want to make any promises that I won't keep. Listen to the last two episodes, most recent two episodes of Two Woke, Two Fuck. It's two, the number two, rather, see? Uh, and uh, the word woke, and then the number two again, and then F. Two Woke, Two F. I want you to subscribe. If you subscribe to this, and you listen to it and you like it, check that out. It's interesting, okay? It's very interesting. It's, it's charting very well in certain countries, just like this is. Uh, so I want to say thanks to our fans in Taiwan and uh, other... Uh, you know, countries. Uh, I'd like uh, to give a shout out to our peeps in Mongolia. Hey, Mongolia, where you been? Mongo We've fallen off the Mongolese ch chart there momentarily, but uh, you know what? We we have uh, done well in other countries. And, and, and Mongolia, you are not forgotten. We can't. We we care about you, Mongolia. We certainly do. Uh, let me see here, because these I get these updates just every day, and uh, they uh, let me know where I'm at on the charts. Uh, that, oh, let's see. We're charting very well right now in Luxembourg. So thank you, Luxembourg. Thank you, Thailand, as I mentioned. And uh, Portugal, not too bad. Thank you, Poland listeners. And thank you, Hong Kong listeners. 
We have not done anything to advocate for Hong Kong, but we're charting also uh, with 2 woke 2 f in Australia and Denmark. You know we appreciate it. You guys are the best. Uh, New York City Crime Report fans are a little bit better than, than everybody else. Okay? That's a fact. And uh, you can also uh, contribute on Patreon. Pat Dixon, NYC, on Patreon. Pat Dixon, NYC, on Patreon. You can't find it any other way. You have to type that in to get to it. So it's patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. Patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. If you don't type that in, you know, there's a link on crimereport.nyc. I'm giving you a lot of... Everything ends with C. Sorry. But uh, that's where you find me there couple of bucks means a lot and uh you know you get some access and whatnot and you know what tears and all that stuff i think everybody deserves some stuff but uh the, the lowest one is a buck still so if you all throw me a buck i'm not i'm fine if you throw me five bucks jesus that makes you a manhattan level because it's, it's by the boroughs okay i don't want to tell you what the top and bottom ones are but the middle one there is manhattan five dollar level Thank you for listening to this. I appreciate it. Thanks to one, thank you one more time, Pete. Pete is still here, by the way. He's listening to all this shit. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> I'll talk to you again soon. Talk to you soon, Pete. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>